that top down shit. Cruising on the motherfucking highway doing your goddamn thing. Ain't worried about a motherfucking soul. Just do you, baby. Retro player, player, and 64. Cruising USA Exotica, I need some bows. Hit the floors, cause I need that flower in this hoe. Nintendo power with the power, you gon' run the show. Flow heavy on beats like a tampon. Shorty wasn't sucking dick while your man gone. Hit it once, now your ex wanna stand off. Getting buck, hit the chuck, Norris, now you're dead wrong. Retro player, player, and 64. You ain't cuffing, get these hundreds, I'ma tell a hoe. It was all no love. Welcome everybody to Jeff versus the World presents a bully and a hipster sports talk podcast episode number 20 and like always I got my man Shahid here what's going on not much hope everyone's enjoying themselves this week it's always the calm before the storm when it's that week gap between championship games and the Super Bowl um we are just going to jump right into it uh let's talk about it Let's talk about the two games that got played this weekend, Kansas City Chiefs and the Titans. Let's start right there. Um, did you have any uh, – did you think the Chiefs were going to lose? Let's just put it that way. No, because I don't work for ESPN. <laughs> Which is funny because either I think I was getting ready to leave work and I saw that and I was like, nah, not everybody didn't sit here and pick the Titans. Everybody on that panel picked the Titans, and I was just like, wow. And I couldn't understand what they I – mean, no, I take it back. I do understand what they thought. But really? I, I mean, I guess they they saw what happened with Baltimore. They're like, well, they did that against Baltimore. Baltimore is Baltimore. They can do that against Kansas City. And I'm like, um, no. <laughs> they Those are two – Baltimore and Kansas City are two great teams that are great in different ways. And they beat Baltimore because they were able to execute their game plan. And Baltimore wasn't able to execute theirs. Not because Tennessee necessarily stopped them, just because they made mistakes. Yeah. I just saw that. And I'm like, you got to be kidding. Was I missing something? Was he going to sense? Were they going to kidnap Pat Mahomes? We didn't know about it. Did he have the, you know, he had swine flu. Like, no, Tennessee wasn't built offensively to keep up with Kansas City. You got to score 30 something points at least. And that wasn't happening. And Tennessee, and Tennessee's not built for that. No, I mean they're just not. They, you know that whole. And Rich brought up a great point. People were talking about you know time of possession, and he was like, "It's about possessions. All Kansas City needs is the ball. They don't need a lot of time to score." No, they don't. In and any- you, when you plan them, you have to basically kind of like hope they shoot themselves in the foot enough times for you to win. Or you have to do play flawless on offense and Ryan missed and this whole oh the sign of a good team is when your quarterback don't have to throw for a hundred yards. I'm like, yeah, I know that's the that's the thing with these teams that don't trust their quarterbacks, but that doesn't work against quarterbacks who can actually throw the damn ball. Yeah. Um, because in no way in the last two weeks have I worried about the Chiefs losing the game. And it was just because like last week, like you said, it was just, you know, them getting in their own way. And once they got out their own way, it was a wrap. Is <laughs> the train just the train just keep going. Once it gets started, it's not stopping. Um I just think a lot of people forgot. Not forgot, but like you said last week, Lamar Jackson had been playing so well that people just put like Patrick Mahomes like to the they didn't forget, but it was just like Lamar Jackson just They forgot. Of, well hell, I guess they did forget, but 
they were reminded in the last two weeks. They have been reminded who he is because he may be on his way <clears throat> being the best passer we've ever seen. You know, I... Yeah, one of the things about Patrick Mahomes is his athleticism. It's funny. It's deceptive. You don't think of him as being fast, but he runs away from people. And it's hard where, like, the rules also kind of, like, not going to blast the QB when you're near the sideline because you don't want to get flagged. Because that's exactly what happened. Like, you know, he did a spin move. He ran to the outside. It's kind of like they were like, I really don't want to hit him because I don't want to get flagged. So I'm going to go for the ball. The next time I know he's gone, and the next time I know he's in the end zone. And it's like, wow. So we can't tackle him. He can throw behind. He can basically throw behind his back. Like some of the throws <laughs> he's doing is just for, you know, oh, I'm going to just scramble around. I'm going to, you know, run to the side. I'm going to sling it 65 yards. Yeah, oh, was, Sammy Watkins there. Yeah, Somebody falls down. Oh, Tyreek kills. Like, I can just do those throws. Those are you can't do those in video games anymore. The video game physics don't let you do that. So when when they're on full capacity, you're not stopping that. I don't care what defense you're playing. And I know, you know, we'll get to the other team. I know it's like, you know, San Francisco has a great defense. They can get pressure with four and they can play back. And I'm, that's cute. Like that, like that's nice. Um San Fran has an about like that in the nobody has an offense like that in the NFC. You know, San Fran hasn't run into something like that, Kansas City. So I know they have a great defense, and I'm sure it's gonna be a good game. Good luck. That's all I gotta say. Like, like good luck with that. Andy Reid has something to prove. He's you know, he he's probably top three, top five coach running yeah. around right now. He'd probably look at like number two if he had a ring. And I know it's kind of like he probably should have had a ring last year. He's about getting payback for that. And I know he has a he has a big chip on his shoulder, and he's going to be playing. So I will just say, no disrespect to San Francisco, good luck stopping that. That's all I say, good luck. Yeah, speaking of San Francisco, um, they beat the Packers 37-20. to 20, And uh, the jokes are flying about uh, Aaron Rodgers. And I got to admit, I enjoyed them just because I just don't like the Packers. But the the reality was, I'm just going to say San Francisco was a force that wasn't going to be stopped. And the Packers defense didn't show up. Part of it is the Packers defense didn't show up. Part of it is that San Francisco line just ran a rough shot over them because this whole thing about Raheem Mostert is like, oh, a redemption store, all these teams slept. I'm like, okay, when seven teams cut you, you can't, you know, it's like, come on now. Like, I remember when he was in the Eagles practice squad like four or five years ago, and he was doing real good in preseason. It was like, oh, you know, they're like, oh, they should come. Like, they had LaShawn, you know, they had LaShawn McCoy. (laughs) Nobody was thinking about Raheem Mostert back then. And I was watching the game, and I'm like, Anybody could have ran through the, no disrespect to Mostert. Anybody could have ran through those holes because they were blowing Green Bay off the damn line. And Kyle Shanahan is a genius when it comes to play calling. Because you look at the San Francisco offense, besides George Kittle, is it anybody on there that's like, wow, that's a, just an electric player. That's just somebody you got to worry about that you're afraid of. No, he just schemes them to death. And that's what he did. They schemed Green Bay to death. And that all you have to know is, Jimmy Garoppolo threw eight times. <laughs> eight. And, and, and you know the funny thing is, Jimmy Garoppolo had a good regular season. He threw for a lot of yards. Mm-hmm. He threw for touchdown there like that. Playoffs come ever since that pad, that interception to Eric Kendricks. 
Kyle Shanahan like, nah, we ain't having that, Chief. <laughs> just, just hand off, just hand off the ball. Like we're gonna take it back. You just gonna hand, yeah. You don't get the, you don't get the ball yet until you the green arrow. You just hand off the ball. You just throw a pass here and there. And I hear Army saying, well, it worked. If you ain't gotta throw the ball, don't throw the ball. I'm like, they not paying that man all that money to not. You don't pay a quarterback all that money to not throw the ball. Mm-hmm. They're not throwing the ball because they don't trust him. Cause you think about the running game, like you have a running game that 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 explosive. Imagine what play action would do. Uh, but it's like, oh, you know, we going, you gotta protect Jimmy from himself because we saving something. I'm and the jokes with Aaron Rodgers is kind of like I know it's funny, and I just laugh because I like Twitter don't like nobody. <laughs> they turn on. Every, they talk about Aaron Rodgers like he's just rocky and rocky. Five. Like he just washed up, and I'm like, no. And somebody else came in there. I'm because I, I post something like that. How fickle Twitter is. I'm like, well, it ain't say nothing fickle because Aaron Rodgers is washed. I'm like, no. Eli Man is washed up. Aaron Rodgers not being Aaron Rodgers from three years ago does not mean Aaron Rodgers is a bump. And that's how they talking about him. Like, oh, I can't believe people ever thought he was good. Whoa! <laughs> what are we doing? Whoa! Whoa! What are we doing? What are we talking about right That's there? That's what we're doing. Because when you people say something, they have to go overboard to enhance their point. And sometimes it's for jokes. Well, a lot of times it's not for jokes. It's people's. And I'm like, okay, Aaron Rodgers had a bad first half, and he didn't do enough in the second half. He not playing defense. He has nothing to do with Raheem Mostert throwing running for 200 plus yards and four touchdowns. What they got to do with Aaron Rodgers? Nothing. Green Bay lost because they could not stop San Francisco. They couldn't stop the run. And if you lose to a QB, if you lose to a team where the quarterback went through eight times, yeah, that's on y'all. That's on the Packers. And I don't know. They just, they came like they were not prepared. And San Francisco, like, you know, if it ain't broke, we ain't going to break it. I will just say this. I hope, I hope people don't come to that thing thinking that what happened the past, like with Sam, you know, with Green Bay, Minnesota, that's gonna have with Kansas City. Cause the difference between those two teams and Kansas City is Kansas City can score in like two plays. Mm-hmm. Y'all can do that whole be running. Cause it's like that's the thing when you play ball control. And if you're not Tom Brady, it's always difficult. If you do those long drives, 10 to 15 plays, you can't mess up. You gotta be consistently excellent over and over and over again. You know how Tom Brady is so great? Because he's consistent. He just hits that pass over and over again. And that's hard to be consistently good for a long stretch period. Like, you know, you run that slant, the ball's going to be there where it's supposed to be. Because Tom Brady doesn't have a rocket arm. Tom Brady is a super athletic. It's like, you watch Tom Brady, you wonder, why is he good? And it's kind of like, he doesn't, up until recently, he doesn't make mistakes. If the pass is supposed to be a certain spot, it's going to be a certain spot. And it's always going to be at that spot over and over and over again. And you play ball control, you got to, you know, I got to get six yards. I got to get five yards. I got to do this, this, and this. So imagine you do that for nine minutes and you do that, get a touchdown, and then you play Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes with his with his hair just flopping around three plays, 85 yards. And one play is like a two-yard run. And then it's like, I got, oh, shit, I got to go back out there again. You can't consistently do that over and over and over again. Like that's that is rare. We can pull that off. And 
you think Jimmy Garoppolo can pull that off? See, and we haven't seen it. We have not seen it in the playoffs this this, this season. We haven't seen. We know he can hand the ball off. That's definitely we do know. You he can, think, do I, you think? Do you think pull that off? I don't think so. Yes, it's no. gonna be too much pressure. It's gonna be it's, it's gonna be the Super Bowl. All eyes are gonna be on him. And really, he's he's had no pressure this playoffs. He's had no pressure because the running game has just been so explosive. Cal Shanahan knows like Cal Shanahan's not a dummy. And the whole thing is he knows the narrative of last time the Super Bowl we have in Atlanta. And he can say all he wants, like you know, people say if I just ran the ball second half, we'd have won. That's wrong. And people are like, how is it wrong? Because we saw the same thing. If you would have ran more, ran down the clock, New England would have ran out of time. We all know that. We know you can't say that because your pride and ego won't allow it. The way you're coaching now just reinforces that. It's like they're not going, yeah. Um, no offense to Jimmy Garoppolo because I don't want to talk to him like he's Nathan Peterman. Like he's some slouching <laughs> bum. But the bottom line is I'm watching a team that paid all that money for a quarterback that does not trust their quarterback. No. We, we all see the same thing. So it's like if you don't trust them, why should I trust them? No. You are you are absolutely right when you say as soon as Eric Kendricks got that interception, they shut him down. It was a wrap. <laughs> they were protected. I guess they were protected. <laughs> Jimmy from like, Jimmy. <laughs> he's thrown like twelve passes since then. Yeah, because of eight, two. Yep. In like a game and a half. That's Army Navy shit. <laughs> and I, I just, mean, I just don't think that. Okay, we could just go ahead and go to I don't think that's going to work. I think the Chiefs are going to win. I'm not going to say they're going to win big, but I do think they're going to end up winning winning the Super Bowl this year. Um, yeah. I think San Francisco defense will keep it close to a certain extent, but I'm like, the thing, you know, San Francisco getting pressure with four, cool. Like, they don't have, they don't need a lot of time to make big plays, and they have, they don't have to, like, I'll wait six seconds to throw deep. They got a lot of team speed. A whole lot of speed. And Richard Sherman's a Hall of Famer. No offense to him. Um, I would not have I would not you really want him on Tyreek Hill by himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they better keep they better keep him moving around. <laughs> no. They play a certain style of defense that's you know, that works for them, but I'm like, you can't defend effective speed. Travis, you know, you always have to worry about Travis Kelsey. And you don't you can't double team everybody. And you gotta pick and choose. You either double team in Kelsey or you double team in Hill. And the one that you don't double team is the one Patrick Mahomes. Because Patrick Mahomes is a genius. All yeah. the athletic stuff we notice is like that man is smart. And Andy Reid is smart. It's like, you know what? He sees something, he works stuff on the play. Because I was watching the game, and Tennessee was throwing some stuff out, trying to, you know, hide coverages. And then you kind of know, like, once he figured out what was going on, it was a wrap. You was wondering, oh, why don't they put a spy? For what? What that spy going to do? Look. And somebody pointed it out. Patrick Mahomes does this thing where he looks at defensive players when he throws the ball. So they don't know where his eyes at. Most young quarterbacks, they'll eyeball receiver and just – eyeball to death so if you follow his eyes you know where to go Patrick Mahomes doesn't do that he just looks at, he looks at you like oh you see you see what's about to come you think you, think you know what's about to come watch, watch this like the man has thrown no look passes how you defending that yes it's, it's... <laughs> I, 
I mean, unless San Francisco, the only way they're going to win is if they create enough turnovers to disrupt Kansas City offense and then they don't let Kansas City get the ball. But they're going to have to score at least 30. They're not keeping San Francisco under 30 points. So San Francisco is, I hate talking this damn thing. San Fran has the ability to score points. They've scored points. But that's when they trusted the quarterback. Not you're not gonna have you're not beating Kansas City with Jimmy Garoppolo throwing nine times for like ninety yards. No, it's not happening. It's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> and, and I and listen, the shout out to all my uh, 49ers fans, but uh, I think y'all run is done. I hope you know. I this thing is over with. I mean, they had a nice run because the last four years they were bad. Five wins, yeah. four years. Four wins, three wins, four wins, 13 out of nowhere. Yeah. And that's what we, we did the show. He's like, we trust San Fran yet? We're like, nah, I don't know. Maybe. It wasn't until like, <laughs> it wasn't until like December when it was like, I guess so. Because it was like they went bad all that time. But even but even now, I'm like, I still don't trust them. I trust them on defense. Yeah, they're yeah, their defense is good. And I trust the offense based on coaching, not based on talent. But I'm like, I, I it's hard for me to trust the team when you don't trust the quarterback. And San, San Fran has a great defense. It's not Baltimore-level great. It's not like Chicago-level great like that. Like, it is not deck. You know, it's not like historical great. So, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Have you been keeping up with the Revis uh, Sherman Twitter feud. Revis just need to count his money. <laughs> I mean, he just wait, he waits till that time when they about to win. Like, and right four minutes after he sends that tweet, Sherman gets INT. It's like Revis is better than Sherman's. Revis is wrong about Sherman, and Sherman is right. Like, we saw how Revis looked when he got old. He ain't look so good. Yeah, and Revis, I think people forget about that. Got, I got gentrified. Oh, the hell we didn't forget. I saw Randy Moss catch that, one, you know, catch with one hand. Oh, Miami. He was giving him the, he was giving Revis the business in the end. That's why he left. He got that one last check. I'm like, oh, it's time to go. For I go out like Omar. Um, it, it's it, it got summed up by uh, Cromarty. Like he said, in the end, is it going to matter? Both of them are going to be Hall of Famers. What are we talking about? Yeah. Play they play different style. This whole play like a you just it's funny, like you need to play like I played you coward. Stop playing zone. Stop playing zone. Man man up, no safety help. What? If 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 that's what a defensive scheme is, what what are you talking about? What are we doing right now? You can only you can only do uh, you know how you can only move how you coach. If that's what they want him to do, then he's gonna do what they want him to do. Ooh. That would be like Iverson hating on Curry talking about you shooting all them punk ass threes. Why don't you take it to the hoop like I did? You know, get the air one. Three points is three points. No, he would never say nothing that damn dumb because he ain't a hater. Daryl Reeve is like, <laughs> and there's something about Richard Sherman so polarizing because people just like talking. People, it's always noise about him. And most of them don't got enough. Like you know, Richard Sherman's a very proud man. And people hate proud, smart men who back up what they say. Because I remember when he signed that contract with San Francisco. And everybody was like, oh, it's incentive-based. He should have got an agent. I guess he's not that smart after all. And nobody's saying that now. 
because he cashed off all that incentives. And people tend to forget he wasn't going to get a big deal considering he was an old quarterback coming off an Achilles. Mm-hmm. And he bet on himself, knowing all that situation, and he cashed out. When you get to do that, you get to brag about it. You get to say, I proved y'all wrong. And people say, oh, why is he talking? Everybody respect him and appreciate him. No, they don't. No, the hell they don't. People would be like, I know he went to Stanford. Is he really smart? You know, they say that a lot about him. And they say the same thing about Marshawn Lynch because the way he talks. Yeah, I know he went to a Pac-10 school and everything like that. But he say y'all and chicken and eat Skittles. I don't know if he's smart or not. Yeah, I get that. They, 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 I've seen in some pockets them saying that about Lamar, Lamar Jackson too. Like he don't say I'm smart. Like what? Because I do not talk like this when I'm rooting for my team like Russell Wilson and I'm just here to play a good game. So, yeah, like if you don't sound like a robot when you're black, you, gotta, you sound like a dummy the moment you talk about slang. They even laugh at you, call you country, call you a fool. And no, Richard Sermon, people have been talking. I mean, he had a fifth-round pick. So you're always going to have a chip on your shoulder when you're a late-round pick. He's been trying to prove himself for the longest. And quarterback is an ego-driven position where it's like you got to feel like you're the best because the second you don't, it's a wrap. You know, your confidence is over. So Daryl Reeves just need to enjoy being rich. Because Daryl Reeves is better. He's going to Hall of Fame himself. He got a ring. So why does he care? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I you know, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I guess it's, it's just like Shaq hate. It's like Shaq hate on Dwight Howard. Like it's beneath you. For what? Yeah, that was just silly. <laughs> That's just silly. Um I'm not gonna say late breaking news, but uh Antonio Brown. Uh, yeah. I guess they got a possible battery at his home today. Uh, for this is at 4:28. Police are investigating a possible battery at the home of free agent wide receiver Antonio Brown. Yikes. Um, I know he was dating one of the girls from Cartel Crew recently. This a singer, so. Because I saw on the Instagram, you know, somebody get a new boyfriend, new girlfriend, they'd be all up in the stories. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just, I don't know what's up with Antonio Brown, and I don't want to speculate. It's just a sad story. Because, you know, remember before when this whole thing started, people had his side. I don't hear anybody defending him anymore. Oh, yeah, man. It's like, no. It's something more. Um, and, you know, it's just... And, like said, and I've heard the whole thing, like, I've heard the whole thing saying, you know, ever since he got that hit from um, Burfick, CTE's taking over his brain. And I'm like, there's no way to prove that because you only, you can't diagnose it until you're dead right now. So that's an easy cop-out. Oh, he got hit on the slant and now he insane? <laughs> like, he was always a, he was always kind of a diva. Mm-hmm. We just didn't, it just seemed kind of cute and we paid attention when he's producing. Now he's not producing, so it's like it ain't cute anymore. Yeah, um, I hope the situation gets better, man, because you know these situations sometimes they can just get worse and worse. Um, so yeah, because I'd rather him, uh, to be healthy and you know mind clear, free. You know he may not be playing football, but as long as he's healthy, man, you know mentally healthy, that's what matters. Does Does he look mentally healthy? Um. No, they, 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 um, <laughs> uh, maybe we well, gotta start doing ums and ahs and maybe you already know the answer to that. Look, man, I'm just trying to be. I've tried to be uh nice, but 
it doesn't. I'm not asking you to diagnose him, and I'm not asking you to do a social experiment, Doctor Michael Eric Dyson. <laughs> Does he look mentally healthy based on everything you've seen? Everything I've seen, absolutely not. All right, there we go. Uh, let's talk about it because you text me about it. Um, let's talk about um your Philadelphia 76ers and this whole Simmons. MB nonsense that just keeps going and going and going. Seems like it'll never end until one of them get, until until Simmons get traded and eventually make everybody happy or mad or B gets traded. You know, I always wonder how certain things would have played if Twitter was around. Like you know, imagine like the Lakers with Shaq and Kobe or Orlando with Penny and Shaq. Mm-hmm. You know how you know like how Twitter would have just been there, and I'm like, we get to see it now. They, as long as I've been a Sixer fan, they've never had two great players that great, that young at the same time, ever. As long as I've been alive, and I've been alive since '79, they've never had that, and they have that now. And and all I've been hearing is kind of like, oh. It's not a perfect fit. Yeah, they win. They don't win enough. We got to break it up. And B has some good games. We got to trade Simmons. Simmons has some good games. We got to trade B. And I'm watching ESPN, and Simmons has a triple-double with five steals. What's the talk? Imagine we could do when B's not there. Maybe they need to put the offense around him and, you know, like this. And maybe, you know, Simmons does this. Why don't he shoot? And... What did Pablo Torre do a comparison? It was also had me laughing some more. Imagine you had a car that shot laser beams and could fly, but didn't have a radio. You focusing all this time on a radio and ignore the fact that you have a car that can fly. That's what Ben Simmons is. This man can guard four positions and can basically play point, point, point guard or point center. Can do everything except for shooting. And all people focus on, oh, he can't shoot. So he's trash. He don't shoot. You know what? If he was six foot eleven and he never came out playing point guard, we wouldn't we wouldn't have this conversation. Nope. Cause I, I never hear anybody ask about Andre Jumman shooting threes. It never comes up. Anybody ask Hassan Whiteside, how come you don't shoot threes? No. No one cares. But the fact that he's a point guard and the fact that's an era where it's like, you know. Point guards have to shoot. So if he shot like 22%, you know, is that any better? I see Russell Wells, I see Russell Westbrook shoot like that. I see Giannis shoot like that. That would people really want to shoot. Why don't you brick a bunch of threes? At least you're shooting them. Like, no. Because nah. they'll be complaining about that too. Oh, he need to stop shooting threes. And <laughs> there's no way that anybody's going to be happy. Yeah. So it's kind of like focus on what he does, but then they go the other way around. He had a great game. It's like, Oh, well maybe the offensive facilitate around him and have Joel and B be the complimentary part. Are you insane? <laughs> you try, he's not Rick Smith. He ain't, why don't you just be a set picks and be a rim runner? <laughs> people, for, you know what it was? It's cause Joel people, he's been hurt for a few weeks. So people tend to, uh, the same thing, Pat Mahomes, out of sight, out of mind. You saw that Christmas game against the Bucks, right? Yeah. Giannis is the reigning MVP, and Embiid made him look like a little child. He embarrassed him. Like, Joel Embiid at his peak, nobody in the league can stop him because he's just physically just bigger and stronger 
then nearly everybody's playing that. And you want to turn him into Matumbo? Why don't you get rebounds and set picks? Like, no. Maximize them both. Is it an ideal fit? No. Do they win when they both play together? Yes. Since Simmons been there, they consistently win 50 games. They're going to win 50 games this year. And I have stressed, and I'll continue to stress, if they get to the playoffs healthy, I will take my chances against any team they play in a seven-game series. And I don't care who it is. So all this, we need to trade one, we need to trade the other. It's just noise because people need to talk about stuff. And even reporters started to get annoyed. They're like, you know what? We talking about this because we have to. This is stupid. When you have a talk show and you're like, you know what? This topic is dumb. What are we doing? <laughs> and that's exactly what they do. Like, oh, we got to talk about it. He had a great game and, and B's not there. And I can't go one week without some website with a story about the Sixers, what they need to do. Maybe Derrick Rose is the answer. Maybe they need to do this. Where is this talk about with the Clippers? Where is this talk about all these other teams? Like, I never hear about what Boston has to do. And we know they need to get a center. I don't hear that. I don't hear anything about, you know, the Lakers get got blown out by the Celtics. On You lose on MLK Day. To the damn Boston Celtics. Ooh. Just letting us off. Just letting us. That is not the dream that Martin Luther King had. <laughs> to get lit up by Jalen Brown. Damn. Mm. Boston. And it's like, we hear all these. And I, I just get tired as a Sixers fan over and over again. Just hearing story about the Sixers need to do this. The, the Sixers need to do that. Sixers two games out of second place in the, in the conference. Not nine, the way you would think it is if you went online, like, oh, this is Brett Brown need to get fired, like two. Like, it's plenty of teams that's struggling more than the Sixers. Worry about them. People are insane. I told you this one time before. People want stuff their way. If, if it's not their way, if it's not their way, like they can get on a game system, 2K, and build a dynasty, build a team. Or oh, I want my point guard to be able to do A, B, C, and D, and my center to do this. Yeah, that's the way I want it. And they expect they it, actually expect that shit to happen in real life. It takes time for people to maximize their potential. Like this is Simmons' third year. That's it. This is Embiid's like fourth. Jeez, just imagine. We tend to forget that. Imagine if they, they both are, they both twenty five and under. Imagine if Twitter was around when Jason Williams he would never he never would have shot a three. He would probably been the same way. I'm not shooting no threes. Forget that. Because it took him a long time to actually get a shot. We don't have patience. And it's like everything has to be hyped now. And we got to talk about stuff now. And it's kind of like, ooh, I just think about like the Lakers. All that Shaq and Kobe, all that noise. They would have they wouldn't have lasted two years. Oh, it no. just would have been too much mess because there's too much ego involved. And they just want to win. And I'm not, I'm more annoyed by the, I'm not really annoyed by the team. I'm more annoyed by the noise around the team because people, because the whole thing is, bottom line is, you don't want to hear it. All they got to do is get in the playoffs healthy. And everybody knows that. But people are like, no, oh, that's boring. The playoffs don't start till late May. What I want to talk about the next three months? I don't know. Something else. <laughs> that my damn, that's not my problem. Like, we, we all got common sense. We know if they're healthy, they're going to be fine. Everybody knows that. Had they been healthy with death last year, they probably won the damn title. 
And everyone knows that too. But it's like, oh, well, you can't really say that because you don't know. Yes, you do. The fact, the fact that Embiid played like 45 minutes with the flu in like game seven and the three minutes he's out, they like a minus 12, tells you exactly what you need to know about how that game went down. Like we already know. We all saw that. Like we we know the damn deal. And I've seen enough of the league in the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference this year. It's like if they're healthy when they get in the playoffs, they're fine. Did, would having another shooter help? Sure. Because I hear like, you know, Robert Covington, they might try to get him back. Another another ball handler help. I know Sixers fans don't want to cheer for Derrick Rose, and I necessarily don't blame them either, but it's like, yeah. But it's like, it's this whole, it's a, the way the team is now, I don't know how they're going to win. Really? You don't know how they're going to win in a seven-game series? <laughs> like, okay. okay. You want, you believe you believe that nonsense if you want, if you say that. Cause I've, and the part that really bothers me, because I've been watching a lot of national games. So I don't know which team bothers me more. When I turn to ESPN and I hear Jalen Rose and Jason Williams talk that nonsense and Paul Pierce and his wispy-ass beard talk his crap. <laughs> or when I turn to TNT and I got to hear Chuck and Shaq. Ernie, this is much, ben Simmons needs to take a jumper. And as long as he's not shooting a jumper, he's not going to win. And they show don't be off there shooting threes. He needs to get a paint stuck in that barbecue chicken. Like I used to go out there for the paint. And if you don't do that, you're not going to go anywhere, Kenny. Like, no. I'm tired of hearing that over and over again. Like, national commentators suck. They are so trash. Do you have league pass? No. I have league pass. So sometimes I watch games beside the Sixers and I listen to some of the commentary. Ooh, it is harsh. <laughs> like, you don't, like, if you got a team with got good commentary, embrace them. Cause I like, I watched Houston here, Calvin Murphy. And I was watching the Sixer game and they had like the net speed. Cause sometimes league pass, they normally get you get. Get to choose both on TV, but sometimes with the Sixers you only get to choose one, and it's always the other team. And hearing Richard Jefferson crack his corny ass jokes <laughs> over, over again for like an hour and a half, I'm like, somebody shoot me in the skull. Wait, like, is uh, he is he is he worse than uh, Chris Webber? He way worse. Oh, he is way. He ain't the worst one because I'm like, that's either um, Calvin Murphy, whoever. Doing the Cleveland and um, what's his name, Heisen and Boston, they horrible. Weber used to be good. I don't know what happened with Weber, um, but I'm like between Weber and Reggie Miller. That's like <laughs> that's kind of tough sledding. It's like it's a lot of bad commentary in basketball. Like it's just a lot of this yuck. And I, you know, sometimes I'm starting. I'm trying to figure it out. Am I? Is it that they're because they were former players and they wanted to be announcers, or is it they they really they are really good at this? Because clearly, <sighs> if everybody's saying they they're not good, it's a problem. <laughs> Weber used to be good. That's the thing. When Weber started, Weber was good, and people used to brag about Weber. I don't know if he just people just get lazy, or the more time goes by, the less you you know, the less you keep up with stuff because it's the same old cliches, say the same thing over and over again, and it's like, I mean, especially with Huey Brown, 
Oh boy. Yeah, these old just mispronounced names and they bring up stuff like <laughs> I used to make a joke like last year's like every time I watch the Sixer game, that's a you know, a national game, they gonna bring up, oh, you know, Sixers miss Marco Bellinelli. Yeah, it was over. They had that shooting. That's how they made their run. And the first time you hear it, that's cool. By the twentieth time you hear it, it's like, all right, enough's enough. You know what I get now? I get to hear that. And I get to hear about Jimmy Butler and J.J. Reddick. Oh, you know, they had shooting a playmaker. Jimmy Butler was their fourth quarter closer, and J.J. gave him spacing. And they got to, you know, you know, they got to take care of that. It's like, okay, I hear that September. I hear that in October. It's January, Jeff. I'm, every time they have a national game, they got to bring it up. Oh, you know, Ben Simmons, his free throw. You know, talk about the threes. His free throw shooting. I, like, change your damn tune. We get it. Maybe because I watched... You know what? You know what it reminds me of. You know how you watch WWE mm-hmm. and it's like WrestleMania comes and they had those video packages. It's like, who are these for? We've been watching all this time. It's like, it's not for the people that's watching. It's for the people who might be might be their first time watching. It's for the new people, like casual fans. Yeah, that's what commentary for national games are for casual fans. And I'm not a casual fan, so it drives me up the damn walls. Like, I get it. I know. We just have to. You just have to start uh, watching the games with the sound down. Turn the sound. Down. <laughs> Ugh. Because, uh, yeah, I think I could take a little, a little more Reggie Miller than I can Chris Webber, and that's saying a lot right now. Mm-hmm. But on that note, it's like your Minnesota bias kicking in. No, we're not gonna talk about the Minnesota Timberwolves. We really not. We not gonna do. Oh. You know I don't hear about Andrew Wiggins Renaissance no more. We'll hear about we'll hear about Point Wiggins no more because I guess they just figured, you know, all, from what I gather or from what I the situation was that all the guards were hurt, and he just happened to they just put him at point and it worked, and they never went back to it, and we've been losing a lot. We traded Jeff T. I saw that. Now all I hear about is, you know, teams want to get Robert Covington and hopefully Carl Anthony Towns doesn't strangle somebody. Because <sighs> he's like, ooh, I just like, you know, you don't like Anthony Davis. You played almost 10 years and you never, you don't got anything to show for it. Can you think about Anthony Davis been playing a long time? And I didn't realize yeah. that until I didn't realize that until a couple of days ago. I said, he been he's playing, playing that long. Yes, he's been playing that long. It's just kind of like you play for a certain teams, you forget all about. Carl Towns been playing for a while. Yeah, you just tend to forget. Oh, because like they start off, they like nineteen and twenty. It's like, oh, you know, he just hit his twenty fifth birthday in season seven. You like, damn. <laughs> what, like what the like what the hell happened? I'm like, if you don't play for certain teams, you can play for a decade, and you just get forgot about. Like you know, when the last time I think about Marcus Aldridge. Shit, I ain't thinking about him in a long time. He's been on Spurs almost like what? This is what year five? Um, year five or six? Year five, year six? Yeah, he had a whole ass career in Portland. <laughs> he on like year six on the Spurs. It's kind of like if it ain't the playoffs, you don't even think about that. You don't do Rudy Gay. Like yeah. Harrison Barnes gonna make, Harrison Barnes gonna buy make like two hundred and thirty million dollars. And you like how many teams? Like what team are you on now? You know what team are you on now? I do. Is this Sacramento? 
Or did he yeah, leave Yeah, Sacramento. It? Yeah. No, Sacramento. He just he just secured the bag too. Signed up for another eighty million dollars. Oh yeah, he just he here for the money. He. <laughs> it's a job, and this yeah, guy's like. I don't blame. Love, you know, I don't want to be famous. I love to be Harrison Barnes. Imagine you make a hundred and absolutely dollars. How many? Ain't wait, nobody. Nope. I got a ring. I got money. I'm good. I already signed a big deal with Dallas. I just signed another big deal with Sacramento. By the time I retire, I made a quarter billion dollars. And only because I'm tall, people won't think I play basketball. But most people are not going to know what I look like, who I am. I can just go and just chill. Oh, you play ball? Nah. Nope. Play a little, play a little A, you. Nope. Hey, nobody know what Harrison Barnes looked like beside Harrison Barnes' family. <laughs> That's a life I live. Forget being, I would, Steph Curry, hell no, I ain't trying to be famous. You can't even go anywhere. You try to go to the mall, everybody mess up, oh, get your autograph, I'm going to put you on TikTok. Hell no. Let me be, let me be some no-name dude. Let me be Kent Bazemore. So, be $120 million and nobody, no, as a matter of fact, I want to be a point guard. Let me be like 6'1", because then it's like, they're not going to guess you played ball. Yeah. I can understand that. Like, the, the, like the, if, you DA, if you DA Augustine, you can go wherever you want. Ain't nobody bothering you. And you rich. <laughs> you got a point. You got a point. But I'm just trying to figure out how this is supposed to work out when we start doing live shows. Uh, you going to have to put on a mask or something? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to have a damn <laughs> stocking cap on. <laughs> think I'm playing. Anyway. I mean, you know, I don't know. I'm sure that's him. It's not, it sounds like they don't have a damn stuck up like sting. We're gonna we're gonna get out of here. Uh, if you got any questions or comments, you can leave them at Jefferson's World on Yahoo.com. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Jefferson's World on Twitter and Facebook. Um, yeah, if you got any questions for Shahid, just leave it at Jefferson's World at Yahoo.com. Just leave them there. I'm back on, on Twitter. Don't follow oh. me, though. Yeah. So, Billy Drugs, but don't follow him. Oh. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back next Whoa, next week. Yeah, next week's show is going to be interesting. We're going to have to find a lot of some topics to talk about because, we'll yeah, something will always happen during uh, sports. So, we'll find something. Anyway, check us out next week, and we are out. Peace. <laughs>